The Service Evolution Podcast is brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, Inc. We'll ensure consistently great performance to help keep your business running smoothly. For more information, visit cgpconstruction.com. Welcome to Service Evolution, America's premier destination for service industry leaders. We deliver the advice and insight you need to get ahead in your career, learn new skills, and succeed in the competitive world of service. Our podcast features experts from across the country who provide their valuable insight on topics such as branding, strategy building, and customer service. Whether you're just starting out or looking for ways to take your company to the next level, Join us and discover how to make a positive impact today. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black at Service Evolution. Welcome back to another show. I'm here with my good friend, Jim Robinson. What's up, buddy? Good morning. Good morning, how are we sir. Doing? Good morning. It's 11 o'clock here in Phoenix. That's it. And yeah, freezing, freezing cold. you freezing cold? Frigid. <laughs> Sorry, folks, oh, if you're up man. north there. Oh, I know. Everyone else is yelling at the podcast right now. They're literally listening oh, to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. Well, welcome to the podcast, man. As always, if you guys don't know who Jim is, Jim's a uh, man. He's a CEO, certified coach, speaker, author. I I don't know. You do a lot of things, man. And I'm a papa. I got and you're a papa. Yeah, three grandkids, fourth on the way. Actually, five. That's another story for another, another story. day, but we are going to have another grandkid at some point. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. You, that's it's my number a, one job. Papa's first, CEO second. Yeah, I love that, man. <laughs> family's important. And, you Absolutely. know, much like family's important and your family structure, that carries over in the culture here at work. I know, and we have a family at work. And this show really is talking about in a way, taking care of that family and yeah. uh, what the marketplace is really like. We're going to be talking about really kind of uncovering the impact of paid leave policies on today's workforce. You know, we're going to look at really how that impacts us, what our opinion is of this in the workplace, kind of talk about what's going on out there. And so we'll hop into it. I do want to ask you, though, you know, don't want to mess with traditions. What, what are you reading right now? You always got to ask me those things, and I always forget what I'm reading at the time. But <laughs> why well, I'm hopping from one thing to another? I'm an, auto, I'm an audible guy. You got to give the audible a uh, quick hit give here. A refresh. You got to do that. The influence of psychology of persuasion. Influence the psychology of persuasion. My one of my true geniuses is the power of ins, uh, persuasion and influence. And getting into the CEO space some 38 years ago was really because of that. Mm. And so being able to influence people and uh, including self is uh, that's really been a big thing. So reading, I found this book just the other day, actually, it's on three hour. It's a three hour lesson. So it's not that big of a deal, but it influence the psychology of persuasion. So influence, it's a psychology, basically. And so it's a cool little read, but three hours. That's nice. I'm uh, I'm a little slow on my reading right now. I'm getting a lot of stuff going on. I've been digging a lot into statistical data for what we're doing with the show, but I'm still really kind of into leadership and strategy by Jocko. 
just such a good bug, man. It's so good. I got to meet him that one time in person and, uh, I was, it's intimidating. <laughs> you know, like, you know, this guy could kill me with his, with his pinky. It's kind of crazy. He's intimidating until he smiles. Yeah. He's a big, big old softy. Yeah. He's just a soft guy. He's a nice, nice man. Saying that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, we're going to hop into this. You know, paid leave is one of those things. I think it's important for everyone. Everyone's talking about work-life balance. It's, it's a constant subject that's been coming up for a long time now for the service industry uh, and businesses out there. What should a business really kind of take into consideration when forming a paid leave policy? Like what, you know, it's, they got to make it competitive and they got to look at the job market, but what else is there? Well, in, in your specific career, what, what is the normal? So in your specific vertical or market in which you serve, what is the normal and then exceed that somewhat? I was saying earlier, it's we use a IOM. It's only money. IOM, it's only money. So it's that's really what it's based on. So us being in the facility service, right, we mimic the retail markets. Restaurants don't close. Retail doesn't close. There's only three or four days they actually close. We mimic that. And then we excel beyond their open days. So we give more than what the normal in our space is. So we've always done it that way since the 80s. Mm. We've always made it a little bit more interesting than what our verticals are. So the restaurants, as an example, most of them are closed maybe two or three days. Yeah. We close five or six. So retail, the big box stores, the department stores, they close one or two we give the five or six. So that's really how we've always based it. That's how I believe it should be done in the space. If you're in the hospitality, there's zero close, but how are you influencing the zero close? How do you give back to the employees, the teammates? How does that look? So I always base it on your vertical. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, one of the things I was thinking about earlier when we're talking is, you know, inflation is such a big thing right now. And inflation is a, a huge kind of indirect result of pay raises uh, as as part of it. And, you know, a lot of that created the great resignation, p- people hopping from one job to another for the extra buck. Do you feel like pay leave policy is a part of that? Are the people are looking for more flexibility, more paid leave? You know, is that something that, people should be taking consideration or is it really not? Uh, You got to take the totality of things into consideration. You know, occasionally we will get some feedback. One or two may snivel or cry about something, but it just makes us tune in a little differently to see what the, you know, maybe we didn't do a good job explaining our vertical. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our vertical is, is in the retail and the restaurant hospitality type business. They don't ever lock their doors. So since we serve that industry, we have to be available all the time. So we really structured how we're going to take time off or how it's paid, et cetera. But you have to make sure you're casting a vision as to why you're doing that. Why do you skip a you know holiday if you skip a certain holiday? Why do you skip that? And being able to explain to the employees we're in the hospitality restaurant business, folks. We, we ha- our lights have to be on every day to serve the client in which we chose to serve. So it, you got to pick your vertical. Whatever your vertical is, you need to align 
but be better than. Give more than the basic. Don't compare to, just be better than what, what is available. So that would influence the people potentially coming in. The Great Resignation wasn't based on how many days off you get. The so-called, and I put in quotes, my fingers come <laughs> up, is uh, the Great Resignation is kind of a BS line. It was created in the socials more than anything. And if you look at the numbers, yes, there's been some people quitting. Yes, there's been some shifts. But that was really based on a, a pandemic, an epidemic. It, it got chaos. But and they don't care if it, they miss one day. That's not it. It's the totality of your offering. And we stay highly engaged. We've got longevity with people. Uh, you know, we have techs in the field 20 plus years and we have more than one. Yeah. So it's uh, we've been able to present the entire package, engage your people, have them, you know, enjoy being there. But it isn't because you get one extra paid holiday. That's just a BS. That's an escape <laughs> for lack of leadership. You know, it's so interesting. I was going to ask you really kind of about morale and motivation and how that's tied to flexible working options, you know, and, and but you kind of answered that really. It's it seems like it's more about the company and the culture and how you treat the people than it is the paid holidays. Essentially. Yeah, if you stifle if you stifle people, it's gonna get out. It's gonna be out there. The people that are in our space specifically, they hear and they desire to come here because of the totality of the packages that they're going to receive, but it's the treatment they're going to receive. They know if they're coming here, we're going to grow. You as an individual, if you're on our team, you're going to grow. Yeah. And I think everybody is worthy of their next level and the next level beyond that and the next level beyond that. And we really focus on growing people. Promoting within is a model. We've definitely done that. We've done that really well. It's not that we don't fail. We do. But we have a model that we're going to grow you. And so in the circuit, if you will, in, you know, in, in the crafts that we perform, people want to come to work. They just want to be there. There's a totality that they're searching. And it isn't the one extra paid day. It's, that's not what it is. Yeah. You know, I want to ask you a question because I'm curious. But I, I don't think we're gonna like the answer. But I already know. I already kind of know where this is gonna go. <laughs> you already know the answer. That's I kind of do. Ugh. Okay, so with the current climate in government and how things are set up and policies, and I don't know because I'm asking: Are there incentives for employers to provide paid leave to their employees by the government, or is that just a fallacy out there? I think a lot of employees think that. The government dictates certain amount of things that you have to give. Depends on which state. We work in a few. There's different rules by different state. And then you have federal guidelines as well. And I'm not sure their intention of what what is their bottom line. Why they continually, you know, it feels like they try to get rid of the small business. So they yeah. have the large, really large conglomerates, the two, three, four, fifteen thousand people because they have a bigger, different control mechanism. And there's a bigger waste factor in, in those larger companies, a giant waste factor. And, and they, they can give different things away versus us. Maybe the folks listening to us, a small business, 
We have to be careful on how we do things. It's it's IOM, but it's literally at the end of the day, if you don't have any money, you're out of business, you got to bounce. So you still got to manage everything appropriately. I always say, you know, top managers, I want them to all be millionaires. And this year we're focused on it. We're really focused on their growth in a big, profound way. But it's not just business. Being uh, growing financially for the individual is really about supporting other opportunities to have other sources of income beyond employment. Yeah. And I don't know how much of this I want out there because everybody's going to be banging on my door trying to get in here. <laughs> but that's the reality is I just see everybody has an opportunity to grow and we want to make sure we're part of that. We want to push people out of their comfort zone and really spend time growing with them mm. and joint efforts beyond the immediate widget repair but growing beyond that. So yeah. the totality is really, really important. I think that's important for people to kind of realize that it's really about the company you're working for and how invested they are in you versus, you know, thinking that, ah, they get it, they'd special incentives for doing this stuff and they don't really care. I see it. There's a culture for this where people are like, employers are, they don't care about their, I don't, I don't think that's true. I think a lot of companies really care about their, their company and care about their employees. We just don't hear that, you know, in our circle. You know, we, people that haven't been with us very long tend to tell you what their past employers didn't do. Yeah. That's the first thing they will tell you. And they tell you, they tell us, they tell me regularly, you guys really actually care and you really want us to grow. That's just crazy. Why are you doing that to me? That's weird. What, what do you and you really when you come in to us, we tell you up front if you're not interested in growing, you're in the wrong company. We really, really desire to help you find that other next gear, that next level. And so we just tell you and we show you some cool tools to be able to get there. We give you some new gifts that you can help climb out. Uh, Dave Ramsey says, you know, if he could figure out how to put his receptionist on a on a bonus plan, he would do it because people perform really well when they're incentivized in a bonus way and they can figure out how much they really want to make. If they want to make endless amount, they just figure out how to do that because they're on a commission or a bonus schedule. If they don't figure that out, then they stifle, they stagnate, they literally flatline. So it, he just says, yeah, if I can figure out how to do that, you know, if you answer a certain amount of calls, you get a bonus. I don't know, but so everybody else is on a commission bonus structure with him and that's how everybody's compensated. I think that's smart. I, I know there are other things that companies are doing. Now, I heard this. I was watching, gosh, you know what? I think it was Ken Coleman, actually. Uh, he was talking about this on his podcast. There are companies out there that are adopting unlimited vacation and sabbatical approaches to paid leave. They're just saying it's unlimited. You take as much as you need, but you have to meet these guidelines. You have to perform Otherwise, you know, you can't keep you. And so what yeah. they're finding is people have flexibility. They are taking it, but they're not taking excessive amounts. They're being very selective on their on the time they're taking because they appreciate and respect Today. the company so much. Today, yeah. Today, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're still that's hiring. interesting. They're, and they're still hiring unique people and unique people do unique things. Yes. And so the unlimited today, that's great. That has a lot of appeal. Let's see what that appeal sounds like tomorrow. Mm. Let's let's see what that feels like in two years. Let's yeah. let's have another conversation soon about that. You know, and 
internally, we don't have a policy saying it's unlimited, but I can almost tell you unequivocally, we don't limit the vacation, their, their time away. We have a guy that's been around the world, literally around the world. He comes back with fascinating <laughs> stories and we've never said, no, you don't have the time. So even though we don't have a policy just saying we're unlimited and this is insane, we don't have any of that. But again, if you want to take time off, I don't know that we've ever just said no. Yeah. And then companies that like us, we're in the service business. So we don't really know what's coming tomorrow all the time. And so we have to be ready to serve. And so there we have to be present to be able to do that. And we spend a lot of time preparing to make sure we're present when they call. And so we can serve them. We have an entire team to do that. But uh, so it's just a different game. If you can define the criteria, you say you have to, you know, do 10 widgets a day, whatever this means, 10 per day, you can take as much time as you want, as long as you get 10 per day. Everything's cost-based, right? It's IOM. It's only money. So everything that they take away, somehow or another, they have to gain in their billing rates. So whatever is given has to be covered. Big business is, is no different. They have to make enough money to pay all of those um, all of those responsibilities, basically. And so it, it's just IOM. It's yeah. only money. It's interesting. Let's we'll see. Let's we'll have to see how the data bears out and, and, what, and what actually I, happens I, with that. I think our conversation, much like the work from home thing, it's been yeah. going on for 20 years. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, we've got to have that. Yeah, that's all crap. The it's new been shiny for twenty years. There's a systemized <laughs> approach to that. It's a brilliant idea for certain folks that can actually manage that well, but it's not your training ground. Home on the couch with a laptop is not a training ground to develop a career and develop a consistent way to perform well. It just isn't. It's so funny. We had talked so much about people being in their own silos and what that does to culture. And then this last year or two, two years, really people have been like, Oh yeah, no home work from home. It's awesome. And, but then they're going right into their own little silos and it doesn't help them grow. It does not. Yeah. My wife works from home. She's a remote worker. She's a DOD. She works or she works around the country in probably 40 countries, to be exact. She manages some assets for the government. And I can tell you how hard it is (laughs) for somebody (laughs) working at home. You poor guy. (laughs) (laughs) She really is the epitome Mm -hmm. of the need for a connection. And being at home is a disservice to her as an employee to this this company. It's a disservice that she doesn't actually get to go and connect to teammates. They're on Zoom three, four times a day. There's all kinds of video connecting, but that's truly not connecting. No. And I hear it regularly how she would prefer to actually participate in team activity, team discussion, connection to other people. So it's a truly a disservice. Certainly to her, she at least acknowledges it. Others don't acknowledge it. Mm. I suspect they're doing other things other than working on your widgets to drive the company forward. The laundry's getting done. The house is getting cleaned. There's some other things happening. Totally speculating based on (laughs) what I hear. 
just gut feeling. Just a gut it's feeling. A gut and feeling. then, you know, my wife is telling me. <laughs> and, and, you know, we've worked with people 20 plus, 30 years that have worked remotely. And it's, um, that discussion is just different today because the socials have just heightened it. Yeah. And made it to where it has to be discussed now. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it what? Yeah. Everything, you know, the entry level folks, this is brilliant. I got to have this. I got to be at home. Well, you're also addicted to your phone. You also got some other challenges. You know, working from home. Working from home may be supporting some of those other challenges. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. We're going to thank your sponsors. I'll be right back. Did you know that CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, Inc. are also commercial plumbers? They added the plumbing division in 2000 and have been serving the nation's largest brands ever since. They offer everything from cleaning drains, camera work, and grease trap repairs to full repipes and dig-ups. So when your brand needs commercial plumbing, remember, call CGP. They are ready to be on site 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. They specialize in restaurants, retail stores, commercial buildings, and hospitality. No matter what your plumbing needs may be, CGP is ready. And because they're a maintenance company, they can make the repairs needed after the plumbing is completed as well. One call will do it all. Call them today, 858-454-7326. Or check them out on the web at www.cgpconstruction.com. Give them a call today. Welcome back to Service Evolution. I'm your host, Sean Black, and Jim Robinson is with Yo. me. Jim, of course, is our, our expert, really, in service industry. And, and having done this for, oh, I don't know, a couple of years. It's about 40 years now. Almost. I, when I was a kid, you know, I ran a restaurant. I learned the restaurant business very early on. But CGP's been around coming up on 38 years. 38. And as yeah, a man. manager in a restaurant for a couple of years, I definitely, we can call it 40. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. It's 40 from now on. It's 40. <laughs> no, but I'm it's a lot. It's a long time. So I, I kind of lean on you uh, a lot for this stuff because we're diving into paid leave today. And we've been talking about the culture and how that really affects the paid leave scenario, unlimited pay, flexible hours, working home, all this stuff. And so I want to jump in and, and ask you, what do you think is the difference between a good paid po- uh, policy and an excellent one? Is there a difference? Well, what defines that for you? I would go back to the vertical that you're in. Hmm. And much how I described it early on was, you know, if you're vertical, if your typical vertical is 50 days of paid, you should be doing 52 or you should be doing 55. You got to figure out what is in your vertical. If it's warehouse space and having 20 days off paid per, you know, if you get PTO, you don't track things differently. You got 20, 50, whatever that is. You just got to be better than your competitor. Do you have a competitor? Who is it? What is it? How are they treating their folks? Because that's who they're comparing when they're getting hired. Warehousing is a little bit different. All kinds of different warehouses. How many days off am I going to get? I get 15 at this company. I get 20 over here. I'm going to go look at this one first. If they hear culturally what that 
company is. They may be gravitating to a better feel because they're going to understand I'm going in as a warehouse person. I'm going to graduate as a supervisor. I'm going to be a manager. I'm working my way up. 20 years from today, I'll be the VP. Yeah. Maybe they take a little bit less because they know there's a specific growth pattern designed for them. So the totality, IOM, it's only money. Whatever you pay, you have to be able to bill to the buyer. They have to be able to compensate and cover all of that overhead expense. That's what you got to base it on. Will the will the buyer bear an inordinate amount of unlimited, you know, 100 days off of vacation fully paid? If you produce the same amount of widgets for the other 200 days, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they can bear that. But that's really all it is. It's IOM. It's only money. So do you feel like it's really then possible to design a policy that is beneficial for really both the employee and the employer? It is possible. Because I know a lot of employees 100%. are like, a lot of employees are like, ah, you know, they make this stuff to fit the company and it's the man, you know, no, no stop it. You know, but, yeah. and then, uh, and you know, so I think from an employer standpoint, they want to give as much as they can that makes sense, you know, and in a business standpoint to their employees. They want to. They want them to refresh. They want them to grow. They want them to feel you know, loved, really. And so uh, so you agree. So you think it is. I think it is, too. But I, I feel like a lot of companies, especially a lot of smaller companies that are starting, they don't know how to address this. They don't know that they can actually give the days off that their employees want because they need them there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you get a good CFO to be able to run your numbers for you real quick. That's easy. Or get a you know somebody that is good in the accounting side. If you if it's not your area of expertise, get that number ran, and be able to allocate what those expenses look like, and be able to check your billing rates to make sure you're covering those expenses. We've always done it. We're going to grow people. I've paid health coverage at some level since the '80s. It's a mandatory thing in California. There's some other mandatory things in some other states. We've always done it. Mm. We did it before we even had 10 people on the payroll. Wow. It was very, very different. It was extremely expensive. And we had to take significantly less in return. But we had to do that because that was one of the bare necessities of what we needed to employ folks. We couldn't get them really. If we if you didn't give them those perks and benefits, we also did a 401k literally within a year or two of opening the doors. We did a match. We we did a retirement plan for them. We give them, you know, potential financial opportunities to one for education to learn from and then invest in. But we've just always done that. So when I hear about companies, they're forcing companies to do X, Y, or Z. It's a mind blow to me because we've just not done it any other way. We've always yeah. paid those those perks and benefits. Well, I will tell you from experience too that <laughs> a lot of companies don't do that. Even now yeah. today, even in this market, I think they're really forced at this point to reassess <laughs> that plan. But yeah, I mean, I've worked for companies that in the service industry that would make their technicians go back and fix their mistakes on their dime. Yeah. Completely illegal. But man, they still did it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And that's just kind of an example. And there's I could give you a dozen 
I'm sure, you know, if you ask one of our guys, they can give you a dozen more. Yeah, it is kind of a rarity. And I think now that the industry is changing so much that owners are really reassessing that and thinking, okay, yeah, a pay policy well, leave probably They, they certainly should be. Yeah. They should be assessing it. I'm telling you, <laughs> look at your vertical. Yeah. What is what is the craft or the profession that you're in? And then look at what others are doing. People leave popcorn trails everywhere we go from A to get to B. And if you follow the popcorn trail, just make a better trail. Yeah. I mean, that's all it is. And then communicate the better trail. It's the the other day, uh, three or four or five, six weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, what business are we all in? We're in the people business. That's what we got to say. And then I said, well, we're in the bridge building business for people. We build a bridge to get them the fastest possible from A to B. And if you figure that out, the people business is what we're in. Why are we trying to suppress them in some way and not give them something that we can cover in some fashion or form jointly? I get the same amount of paid days you do. That's it. I don't I don't get another way to do that. It's yeah. I'm I I'm the owner, I'm the CEO, but I'm an employee. My perks are the same. So it's it, I don't know, I don't get it. But businesses <laughs> need to figure it they out. Do, they do. And until until they do figure that out and start taking good care of the people that's working on the team. You're going to have a government that continues to force things yeah. onto you yeah. that you're not going to appreciate. Matter of fact, you probably already hate them because they're forcing the stuff on you that you didn't think was necessary. And it was necessary before they forced it. You definitely got to get it figured out. But the perks and the benefits and the days off, et cetera, those are necessary things. I take my vacations. I want the employees to take vacations. Let's look at what that is. Let's get that PTO. Do you feel like figure that out? Do you think businesses need to invest more into how, well, into really monitoring their employees' use of paid leave? Because I know some of these guys they just don't use it; they'll just bank it and they just don't use it. And well, we and we set caps. You know, I don't remember yeah. what the caps are, but they're crazy. You can save a ton of ton of hours. We, we don't want them to do that. We want them to take the time. Exactly. We need to find, you know, there's things we got to go see. There's things we got to go experience. So when we come back, we're rejuvenated. We got some new things to offer. We've explored. We ex- we opened. We found some new opportunities, experiences. It's really important that we take some time off. Awesome, man. All right. So we are going to wrap up here. I have one question left for those system-driven people. And they're looking to measure results, which is really every CEO in the world here. (laughs) Let's just be honest. But what criteria could be or should be used to kind of measure the success of an organization's implementation of a paid leave policy? What? How do you measure it? How do you know it's working? Well, it's going to be tied to some kind of productivity. It's much like these people that are giving endless time off. There's There's a matrix to that. There's a, here's the list. All you got to do is this, and we did it years ago. I just said, you know, you can, you can take off at noon on Friday. All you got to do is this. And miraculously, they do that. They literally do it within a couple of weeks. They figure out how to do this so they can peace out at 11.59 on Friday. So it's if you can get clear on what the deliverables are and what they have to be, to it's just money. It's IOM. All you got to do is get clear on that number. 
all businesses can't do that. Mm. Because if you're the server at a steakhouse, how are you going to just take endless time because you're not present? You can't generate revenue. Yeah. Because it's tied to your daily performance, not monthly performance or beyond. And that's interesting. So a certain for, amount. That's interesting from that standpoint. You say that because companies like that go, oh, we'll give you unlimited time off, but you're a server. You know yeah. you make your money from serving. So you're just thinking, take the time. <laughs> you know you're what I mean? not going to because yeah. it's affordability at that point, you know? And so the rhetoric is, is yeah, we give unlimited time. That's great. We've always done that too. But you don't always get all paid. Yeah. So we give whatever the time frames are and it's based on longevity. You gain, you know, gain another week, you know, up to four or five weeks of paid time. The rest of the time we've, to my knowledge, we haven't squeezed that. I know we've talked about it. But we haven't squeezed it overly hard to where it, it, you just don't have an inordinate amount of people doing it. Yeah, I agree. It's just keep it open. I think be flexible. That's that's key. Awesome, man. All right, so let's wrap up with if you had one piece of advice to give the service industry out there, leaders out there that are listening about paid leave, about culture, what would you tell them? I would say have have a plan, have a policy, have something that's defined. But make it in the totality of your offering. So what is the entire package? What are you really offering people? People need to grow. That's critical. How are they doing that? Put that into the program. The education plan. We've had a college-paid program, which is grossly underutilized, by the way, by employees. But we've done that since 91. I've paid for college education since 91, since before it was even talked about. I don't ever remember. I'm like, geez, people got to grow. But at my core, my core, my mission, my daily why I get off the pillow every day is to grow people through opportunities of growth, education, and experiences. So that's my true, that's who I am. So we developed a program way before even people were talking about it. Yeah. And so the totality of the package and then the presentation of the package you got to cast the vision of why you're coming here. Why, are you, why do you want to be part of this team? I'm going to cast a vision. You tell me if it aligns for you. And if it does, we want you because we're going to see you grow. We're going to push you. We're going to get you out of that comfort zone. We're going to help you grow your career and as an individual. Awesome. Love it. Cool. Another one done. We're out of time. Another one done. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll see you next time on the show. For everyone who is listening on your favorite podcast platform leave us a, a, a like we'd love to hear if you leave us a comment as well we take those comments and we help create content for the shows tell us what you want to hear and uh for uh, everyone who's watching on youtube but don't forget to hit the little bell so that i give you notifications when awesome episodes like this drops so you guys can check it out all right jim robinson thank you so much buddy thank you we'll see you on the next show thanks for having me <laughs>